Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 50 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. I hope you've all been having an amazing day, and I want to apologize, as I tend to do in the beginning of every episode for some some reason or another, um, but if you're following this, if you're following EvoCast and you're listening to every episode that they, the day they come out or, you know, whenever... Um, you might notice that this episode's a little bit late. Uh, I have been busy with, with school and then uh, I was going cause it's currently it's Thursday night. Uh, and if you follow this podcast, you know that, uh, episodes usually come out Wednesday afternoon, like Wednesday at noon. Uh, so I'm very, very late with this, with this episode of EvoCast, but you know, uh, it happens sometimes it's okay. Um, I'm not gonna, as long as I get the episode out is sort of my, my reasoning behind it, um, and the, the reason is because, you know, I've been busy with school, school just started, um, and then also I was going to record it last night, but I had a, uh, friend who, it was their birthday, and, you know, I, I was, you know, I was done doing some, doing stuff for the day, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna record, and then immediately I get a message like, hey, do you want to play this game with me, um, on my birthday, and I was like, yeah, I, I should, you know, um, after all, you know, relationships and, and friends come always come before, you know, sort of personal things that I don't necessarily have to do. Um, I hope you can understand that, as well as school also takes up priority. So this episode is coming in a little bit late, um, but, you know, if you're just listening in any time in the future, then this doesn't really affect you. Uh, and I do want to say uh, this episode is special, uh, you know, obviously by the number, episode 50. Um, a big, big milestone in terms of numbers and episodes. I've been doing this for a long time, but uh, it's not necessarily as big as, um, you know, you might think it is. Um, just because of the way that I do this podcast, the way that I sort of release episodes, you might remember, uh, due, to, due to the way that I do it, um, episode 51 is actually the episode that is going to be celebrated very much. Um, and, you know, you might be thinking, why? Well, uh, f- yes, 50 is a big number, but um, I would rather do it based on date uh, because next episode on the 17th of February is the two-year anniversary of EvoCast. Uh, I last, well, technically, I last uploaded an episode of, uh, first uploaded an episode of EvoCast on February 20th, 2019. Um, so it means I've been doing this podcast for two years, but that means that I've been doing it for two years next episode. <laughs> um, so as much as I would like to celebrate now, um, because of the fact that, you know, sometimes I might miss a number, sometimes I might do, you know, I might just, might literally just not be able to record for a while, um, due to, you know, some circumstances, and I might have to delay episodes. Um, it hasn't happened yet, thankfully. Well, kind of. It hasn't happened to the point where I just totally outright skip one. Uh, I've, you know, if I, if I do miss one, I usually just condense it into, into two episodes, or I condense it all into one episode, um, sort of like, you know, 42 and 43. That wasn't one of them, but as an example. Um, so because of that, I would much rather do it just based on year. Um, you know, based on date. Uh, so because of that, next episode is going to be the big one. Uh, not to say this episode isn't kind of big. I did actually have something very, uh, I do have something very cool and, and interesting that I'm excited to talk about today. Um, but it's not going to be nearly as much of a celebration as next episode.
That being said, I would like to thank everybody uh, who's listening to this right now. Uh, even if you, even if this is the first episode you've listened to, or if you've listened to every single episode beforehand. Thank you so much uh, for listening to this podcast and supporting this podcast. I've been doing this for a long, long time, um, you know, sort of just on the back burner. Uh, it's sort of become a routine of mine, and I am enjoying it very, very much. And I'm excited to do 100, 150, 200 episodes, four years, you know, I, who knows? I don't know how long I'll be doing this for, but hopefully I'll be doing it for a long time. And, um, you know... Here's to 50 more episodes. Uh, but seriously, thank you so much if you've been listening uh, this long. Or like I said, if you're just starting now, I really appreciate the support. 50 episodes is a lot of episodes. I'm sort of realizing this now. It's even actually been, I think, more than 50. Um, it's The count is probably up to like... I don't even know, probably like 54, 56 because I've done half episodes. But like, still, thank you so much uh, for for being there. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and thank you so much for your support. Anyway, enough talk about numbers. Let's get on to the news for today. Sort of as, as this dry spell of, um, of updates and new things coming out, uh, tends to show, you know, we haven't really gotten anything new in terms of Pokemon content recently, other than the upcoming release of, of new Pokemon Snap. Uh, and you know, the, the, 25th anniversary which is coming actually pretty soon um i for i already forget which date is you know exactly but uh, it's something something sometime soon um we don't really have that much to talk about in terms of news nothing really new is happening um so because of that i'm just going to sort of go through the speed round of the updates for their respective games you know the 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 big four that we sort of talk about uh every time there's not really much going on Pokemon Cafe Mix, first of all, has an astounding one thing to talk about, uh, and that Snorlax, the Snorlax event will repeat on February 10th. That is literally the only thing that I could really find to talk about <laughs> uh, for Pokemon Cafe Mix. Moving on, Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, has a little bit of things going on. There is Series 8, um... The rule set for Series 8 in the Pokemon battling, you know, rule set. Um, rule set runs from February 1st, 2021. Features a slight change in the current rules. You'll be able to use one of the normally restricted legendary Pokemon. Mewtwo. I'm not, okay, I'm not going to go through all these. But uh, legendary Pokemon, you can go on Cerebi.net to see uh, the big list. Of course, like I always do, I get a lot of my information from Cerebi. Um... A lot of legendaries are allowed, one one of which is allowed on your team. Uh, and then mythical Pokemon are still banned. Uh, other standard rules apply for both doubles and singles. And last for Sword and Shield is just some more wild area news, some new shifting Pokemon. Um, there are uh, various flying and, f and psychic, fighting and psychic Pokemon, not flying ignore me fighting and psychic pokemon are being added to the um wild area and gigantamax machamp and gigantamax or beetle are being are more common uh the event runs until february 28th for pokemon masters ex uh there are some new sync pairs uh including mallow and serena uh there is a valentine's day event 
where you can get some new sync pairs. Let me find that. Uh, it adds Serena and Whimsicott and Dawn and Alcremi. She's got, Dawn has got a absolutely adorable cooking apron and like a French beret. So cute. Uh, and that runs from Friday, January 29th to through February 19th. So that's happening right now. Uh, and finally, last sync pair sort of coming up in Masters EX is Lily. Me. I'm in the game now. No, you know, Lily from Sun and Moon. Uh, and Clefairy. And uh, that also runs until February 19th. And finally, Pokemon Go, the big one, <laughs> you know, the one that the one that always gets the most spotlight. Uh, there are some more Shadow Pokemon coming. Um, Swinub, Nosepass, Aeron, Sveal, Lulip, Anorith, and more. Um, more spawns of Pokemon like Golbat, Coughing, Coldfish, Sneasel, blah, blah, blah. And finally, uh, there is a big event happening for uh, Pokemon Go coming pretty soon, the Lunar New Year. Um, it'll have a Pokemon, it runs from February 9th to February 14th. Um, it has increased spawns of Krabby, Goldeen, Magmar, Magikarp, Miltank, Metatite, Tepig, and more, including Gyarados, which has a chance to be shiny. A uh, bunch more Pokemon and 5 cam eggs, bunch more raids of Mega Pidgeot and Mega Ampharos, bunch of new Pokemon coming, or, you know, Pokemon appearing more frequently in Pokemon Go, but it's for Lunar New Year, which is exciting, uh, which is sort of the theme for a lot of these uh, updates. There's a lot of Lunar New Year uh, themed things going on, you know, right now in, I believe, Cafe Mix as well as Pokemon Go and just in general, you know, it's a big, exciting event and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And finally, before we end off the news for today, uh, there is a, a event or a thing happening on the Pokemon um the, well, the Pokemon Company International is running a weekly web series teaching tips and strategies for the Pokemon TCG, including new pl- introducing players to new decks, how to create decks, and how to develop strategies and more. This series is starting on February 4th, already going on, uh, for me at least, and uh, on YouTube and Twitch, and will run every Thursday. So I think it's actually already started. And something that I am actually probably going to take part in because I have been learning the Pokemon TCG recently, as well as a bunch of other card games, sort of dipping my toes into the into the card game um, world. God, there's so many. I bought a Magic Starter deck as well as I started playing Pokemon TCG. Uh, very exciting. Um, so yeah, I might actually t- I might actually take part in that. And that does it for the news today. It's I know it's a little bit grindy. I'm sorry. You know, it's a little bit just like spewing off a bunch of information, but I have to talk about something. You know, I, I sort of, I do enjoy kind of just um, giving a little bit of news in the beginning of every episode, even if it's kind of nonsensical and doesn't really hold up, you know, if you're, if you're sort of listening to this other than like right now. Um, but hopefully it's not too much for you to bear. I try to keep it uh, short. I try to keep it sort of uh, very fast-paced. Um, you know, it's a lot of information, but again, if I didn't, it would drag on for hours. <laughs> um, moving on, before we get to the main topic of today, we of course have to do everybody's favorite segment, where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode, random Pokemon of the week. This Pokemon on the chopping block today is number 692. Can you guess which one this is? I'll give you a second. It's Clauncher. Uh, Clauncher 
is a water-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 6. Uh, it evolves into Clodser, starting at level 37. Clodser is the water gun Pokemon. Uh, it has the ability Mega Launcher. That's it. Uh, it has a 50-50 male-female ratio. It is 1 foot 8 0 point, or 0 0.5 meters and 18.3 pounds or 8.3 kilograms. Clauncher and more specifically Clauser to me is are very interesting Pokemon because like I really enjoy them. I really, really like their design. I think they're very cool looking Pokemon, especially Clauser. Clauser is like actually one of the coolest Pokemon design wise. I really, really like how it's, you know, uh, it's based on those crustaceans who have gig one gigantic claw and one that, you know, one that's kind of small. Clauncher uh, again also kind of has the same thing going on, but um, he's sort of just a baby version of Clauser, as pre-evolutions tend to go. I mean, I kind of wish we were talking about Clauser today, um, but RNGesus um, prevails with giving me the boring pre-evolution. Not that he's boring, he's just less interesting than his evolution, but we can still talk about him. Um, in Pokemon X and Y, it says they knock down flying prey by firing compressed water from their massive claws like shooting a pistol. Through controlled exp expulsions of internal gas, it can expel water like a pistol shot. At close distances, it can shatter rock. And, uh, oh, there's actually some interesting things. Um, some Something that doesn't tend to happen uh, in terms of... Um, uh, in terms of Pokedex entries, usually if it's in like X and Y or like Omega Ruby F of Sapphire, they kind of just never change it after that. You know, it's sort of just like that's the Pokedex entry. It's modern enough where they're like, okay, that's fine. Uh, but in in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, we actually get some brand new information. Uh, its claws occasionally fall off and it keeps a low profile until they grow back. The meat of its claws is so delicious. <laughs> it moves around by jetting water from its right pincer. It has a poor sense of balance, so it's terrible at swimming straight. It makes sense. I mean, absolutely massive claw. Um, and finally, by detonating gas, it accumulates in its right claws. This Pokemon launches water like a bullet. This is how Contra defeats its enemies. I imagine it's kind of like cracking your knuckles. Like, I'll do it right now. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not, you're not actually like breaking anything you're sort of just expelling the gas that gets trapped between your uh, your joints i assume that's maybe how it works something like that you know just kind of gas that accumulates over time in its body just pulls up in this massive claw and then it can just you know shoot it out like a pistol that's crazy <laughs> um clauncher is interesting to me because like especially clauncher and clauncher and clauncher very hard names to say um are interesting to me because like, I, I never remember them. I always forget they exist. And, like, every time I am reminded of them, whether it's, like, in, you know, um, like, in Pixelmon, I see them a lot because they spawn on beaches, like, quite a lot. And then, like, you know, you don't really see them anywhere else other than in, like, the main series games. When was the last time you saw somebody using a Clauncher or a Clauncher? Even in, like, competitive Pokemon or, like, even talked about these Pokemon. Um, so seeing them, again, is always just a nice little treat because I really, really enjoy them. And sort of every time I see them, I get a new appreciation for them. Um, and... You know, they, they sort of symbolize, for me at least, those Pokemon that you just kind of forgot existed. And then, like, you remember them and you're like, that's, that's a cool Pokemon. That's a really, really cool Pokemon. Um, 
Yeah, I, like it's slowly starting to go up there, and like my highest liked uh, water type Pokemon because they're they're pretty darn cool, and it's kind of a shame that they're so forgotten. Let's see if there's any trivia to talk about. I there is literally none. Trivia section is just completely blank, um, and I guess with that, uh, let's talk about its shiny form, which I am so excited to talk about this today. Uh, I sort of already know. I, I I try not to sort of think about a rating beforehand. You know, if I'm if I'm kind of talking about a uh, thinking about a Pokemon for a random Pokemon of the week, because I usually generate them pretty early. Um, so I can, you know, give, let the thought brew a little bit about this Pokemon, but I try not to really give it a rating until I look at it enough, but like, I've seen this shiny enough. This shiny is so cool. I know exactly what I'm going to do it, what I'm going to give it. It's like everything changes on this Pokemon. Uh, the blue becomes this bright crimson red. The yellow eyes become the blue of its skin. And then the black sort of um, you know, bands it has going around its body turn white and like red and white are, is already such a cool, um, color combination. And especially with the blue of the insides of like its eyes and the inside of its claw, it's such a good shiny. And I, I already know what I'm going to give this thing. It's a nine out of 10. I like, this is almost a perfect shiny. I think that spot, I think, I think the 10 out of 10, might be well i don't remember if we've had a 10 out of 10 yet but um Klond or clawitzer might actually fill that role as a 10 out of 10 i'll have to look at it some more but i remember that clawitzer shiny is one of my favorites and i'm very excited to talk about clawitzer if we ever do get him um but until then clauncher he has gotten himself a almost perfect 9 out of 10 for shiny rating. Very, very cool. So, moving on uh, to today's topic, I am I'm very excited to talk about this because I, I kind of did this just on my own time uh, one day with some friends. In my in my Discord server, if you're interested in joining my Discord server, by the way, you can find it on my Twitter, twitter.com slash lilyseon. Um, and I, uh, like... I did this sort of just casually with friends because we were talking about Pokemon games uh, and which ones are our favorite. And I decided, I was like, you know what, just to make it easier for myself to sort of tell people what my favorite Pokemon games are in the future, I'm going to make a top 10 list Uh, and then, or a top five list. And then that sort of came up, like when I was making them, I was like, I couldn't decide which ones were my my top 10. And then I was like, "Mm, I'm going to do top I'm a top five. I mean, then I'm going to do top 10. Uh, and then I just decided to rate every single one that I've played. Uh, so that is what we're doing today. I'm going to talk about, again, indulging you in me, my opinions. This is all about me um, today. You have to listen to my opinions, <laughs> which I'm joking, obviously, but uh, I will remind you, they are opinions. I you know, I want to sort of make this clear. If you disagree with any of these, that's perfectly fine. I'm not making a definitive list of what Pokemon games are the best and which ones are the worst. I'm simply telling you, my my uh, my lovely listeners, what I think are the best Pokemon games, or not necessarily the best. This is not based on quality. This is what this is my favorites. Um, obviously, there are some of them that I think are better than others quality-wise, but 
Um, I'm doing this based on what I think of them and my favorites. This is essentially like me ranking Pokemon games in terms of how much I enjoy them from best to worst. Um, or you know what? Actually, I think I will go worst to best instead. Um, just to keep, you know, to keep, to keep the top five, keep the number one spot kind of uh, obscured for the time being uh, until we get up there. You know, as top ten lists tend to do, start at the bottom. Um, a little bit of a controversial one, actually. Uh, <laughs> I think that this one might actually come at a huge surprise. Um, listen, okay. Yes, my bottom spot for my the the Pokemon games that I enjoyed the least is Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. I'm, I'm sort of grouping them up by, by games, by the way. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. I never grew up with Red, Blue, and Yellow. Um, I have played other in, incarnations of Kanto. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee, Fire Red and Leaf Green, and I never grew up with them. I never grew up with the original games, um, which is why Gold and Silver, the original Gold and Silver, um, and Crystal, I assume. I forgot to put Crystal on there. Um, Gold, Silver, Crystal are my second least uh, favorite Pokemon games. Just just because, you know, obviously, I'm not saying they're bad. <laughs> uh, they are the the sort of incarnations of their of their of their generations that I have played the least and that I never I didn't grow up with them I started with Ruby Sapphire Emerald um I have played Gold and Silver I have played Red Blue Yellow I think they're amazing games I had awesome times with them but I didn't enjoy them very much uh you know I didn't enjoy them as much as other Pokemon games I trust me I enjoyed pretty much every single Pokemon games that I played um this is just the reasoning behind this is not because they're sort of outliers i think on the bottom tier just because i never i didn't grow up with them i only played them once through you know i sort of just i i know kanto already i've watched so many things so many videos about red blue and yellow i've watched speed runs i've watched entire playthroughs of the games before i played them and you know it was just sort of okay I kind of just played them to, to play them, you know. I already played Fire Red Leaf Green. I already played Heart Gold Soul Silver. I I sort of knew what to expect already, you know, um, which is why they are there. Next, the 31, 31st um, spot. Th- that was 33, 33rd and 32nd. This is the 31st spot. We're not going to go, we're not going to go super slow with this. This is going to go pretty quickly. Um, is, unfortunately, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Um... I never beat Super Mystery Dungeon, so I don't really know how qualified I am to say that I enjoy how how much I enjoyed it or not. But I did not enjoy it compared to I didn't enjoy it as much compared to pretty much every other Mystery Dungeon game that I've played. I think it is the worst one in the series. Um, it's still fine. It's a fine game for what it's worth, but I definitely think that it's not as strong as the other ones. Um, by the way, I want to say, uh, this is every Pokemon game that I've played. This is including, um, spinoffs, you know, spinoffs, uh, sort of games on their own, multiplayer games, mobile apps, things like that game, games like that. They're not necessarily just main series games. I also realized that I didn't put Pokemon Go on here. Uh, and I think that Pokemon Go is kind of an outlier and I'm not going to include it. Uh, but there are other games on here for example pokemon duel some people don't even know what that game is uh it was a mobile app 
uh, and it's it's pretty decently high on this list. I really enjoyed it, but we'll get there in a second. Um, number thirty on my my list is Pokemon Pinball, uh, the original Pokemon Pinball. You know, the Pokemon Pinball for the G- the Game Boy. Um, it's fine. You know, it's sort of it's it's a good game. I grew up with the uh, with the ruby sapphire emerald version uh of pokemon pinball so you know nothing really to say there it's just sort of there to be there um i enjoyed it but i can't really make my case very much uh next up is pokemon rumble which um is you know the rumble games are very very fun uh i have played a lot i did play a lot of the original rumble um but you know, it's it was kind of just forgotten uh, in my sort of way in my in my way of thinking. I, it was it was a good game. Don't get me wrong, but comparatively to other Pokemon games, I definitely would not put it as high. Um, and you know, to nobody's surprise, Pokemon Pinball Ruby Sapphire Emerald is a pinball game. I like. It's not that the games are bad. It's just the the sort of smaller games are not. They they can't be compared uh, to the, the the main series games or some of the better spinoffs just because you know they're sort of just little games they're not really in their own group I almost feel bad putting them on here because of course they're going to be lower um, but it has to be done I said I'd rank every single one um, but you know unfortunately they're sort of in the bottom um, next up might be a little bit of a, a little bit of a of a controversial one. Uh, 27 is Pokemon Ranger Shadows of Almia. Um, and I enjoyed some of the Pokemon Ranger games. <laughs> the Ranger games are... Uh, Shadow of Omnia is the only one that I played. Um, but I have seen quite a lot of the other ones. And I didn't really like the Ranger games as a kid. I'm thinking of going back and replaying them because, like... I've heard, like, I, it was just sort of, like, little me didn't really understand how, like, it didn't like the more complex story. I just wanted to catch Pokemon, man. I just wanted to circle my stylus around Pokemon and catch them. Uh, so it wasn't really a good time for me as a kid. Um, the This being so low, it's a little bit unfair because, like I said, I haven't played it in a long time. Um, but you know, maybe one of these days I'll go back and revisit it. I'll play through all the Ranger games um, and, you know, but for now, uh, little Lily didn't really enjoy Pokemon Ranger Shadows, Shadows of Omnia very much. I hate to say it. Uh, number 26 is Rumble Blast. Uh, Rumble Blast is, you know, sort of just like Rumble. It's a good game. <laughs> um, it was just, you know, a little bit forgettable. Uh, but it, But all things considered, it was fun. I had a good time with it when I played it, but not good enough to be higher higher up on this list not nearly as as uh, rememberable to be higher up on this list uh pokemon tournament dx is number 25 uh and i never really played a lot of these games or a, a lot of this game uh pokemon tournament i've never played a fighting game before before i picked up um dragon ball fighters like a few days a few weeks ago or like a few months ago uh i've been playing it pretty pretty actively ever since um uh, but so, like, I had a good time with Pokemon Tournament. I didn't really play it that much, uh, which, you know, might be a little bit of a reason for it to not be on here. I promise that this list kind of picks up a little bit more and gets into the more um, the more relevant games. Uh, but for now, you know, I played it, and I 
you know, I played a few online matches. I learned the tutorials. I learned some of the characters. I think that's enough for me to put it there. And, you know, uh, I'm not really a huge fighting game person. I play a lot of Smash, but fighting games are not really my sort of thing, uh, though I haven't slowly sort of trickling into them uh, as time goes on. I don't really enjoy them very much. Uh, and because of that, Pokémon Tournament, despite being a very beautiful game, is not very high on this list. Uh, number 24 is Hey You Pikachu, <laughs> and uh, I played this game as a kid, and I absolutely loved it. I had the best time with this game, um, but it's just sort of comparatively. Uh, a lot of the ones after this are, uh, you know, the main series games, a lot of the very, very good spinoffs. There's a lot of main series games to, to sort of put up here, so uh, it was hard. It, it being this high above, you know, all of those other games like Super Mystery Dungeon, Pokemon Rumble is actually saying something. Uh, I really, really enjoyed Heyo Pikachu, uh, and I think that it was it's a really fun game, and I want to replay it. As clunky and horrible voice recognition as it is, um, yeah, it's... It, it deserves a spot at 24, which, again, seems low, but comparatively is not super bad. First main series game uh, takes a spot at number 23, Black Black 2, White 2. Um, and sort of the same reason, I'm, I'm being a lot more um, positive with these rankings. It's not like, uh, Black, Black 2, White 2 sucks. You know, I... I, again, I love every Pokemon game. There is no Pokemon game that I can really say that I did not, did not enjoy. Um, but like, Black 2, White 2, I, believe it or not, fell out of Pokemon um, around when Black and White came out. So like, I have fond memories of Diamond and Pearl. I have extremely fond memories of, of Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Uh, and I have r really fond memories of... Um, Harkold Soul Silver, but then when Black and White came out, I sort of fell away, uh, and I never really played Black and White or Black 2, White 2 as a kid. Uh, I actually picked it up later, uh, which is the only Pokemon game that I sort of didn't play at the time of release, or the main series ones, other than the, the very first ones. I wasn't even born when they came out, so can you blame me? Um, and... Uh, black 2 white 2 i think like black and white is much higher on this list 10 entire ranks uh, actually but like black 2 white 2 just sort of stuck with me the least uh compared to black and white uh mostly because i didn't really get into them when i was in my prime you know uh, uh, i black 2 white 2 kind of just fell away from my radar um much, much more so than black and white after I've replayed them many years later, or when I played them for the first time many years later, uh, after X and Y. Uh, and I just enjoyed black and white more than I did black, white, two, black, two, white, two, uh, is all I'm really trying to say here. But, um, you know, similarly, black and white will get a similar response, but black and white sort of is just more of a classic and I think is more of a, of a staple compared to black, two, white, two. Speak of the Devil, uh, number 22 is Pokemon X and Y. And this is the only, this is one of the only ranks on this list that I'm going to attribute to quality. 
because I do not think that X and Y is a very good game. Uh, I think I think it's fine. Obviously, it's a good Pokemon game, but I think it's the worst main series Pokemon game. Uh, and it didn't affect my favorite my 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 liking of the game. You know, it didn't affect how much I enjoyed the game. Um, but it does naturally fall there. Um, you know, sort of in terms of how much I enjoyed it. But the quality, I think, is definitely a big part of it. Um, I think that if it, obviously, if it was better of a game, I would certainly have enjoyed it more, I think. Uh, but sort of both things comparatively, X and Y is the only game really that sticks out to me in terms of like really looking at its flaws and really assessing how much I enjoyed it because of those flaws. Um, but still, X and Y uh, is a huge part of my childhood, huge part of my late childhood, or I guess my teenage years. Um, so that being said, um, you know, despite this whole spiel, I just wanted about how it's probably the worst main series game. Uh, I still really enjoyed it. Still one of my favorite games. Uh, it, it being the slow is more attributed to just how much I enjoyed it. But again, its quality does bump it a little bit lower than I would like to admit. Number 22 is Pokemon Duel, uh, and this is sort of the last of the weird, obscure ones, I promise. Um, Pokemon Pokemon Duel is, uh, it was fun. I, I actually enjoyed Pokemon Duel a lot more than I expected to, and, and sort of, if I had to reevaluate this list, I would definitely put Pokemon Duel below X and Y and Black 2, White 2, but uh, this is sort of, th- this was me like a few months ago, and uh, you know, so take it with a grain of salt. Maybe those three are a little bit mixed magic. You could probably put Pokemon Duel at number twenty-three, uh, and then bump every all the ones after it up one. Um, but that being said, Pokemon Duel, very very fun game, very fun mobile game. Um, I poured in too much money into that game, and I think that says something about how much I enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoyed fighting people online. Really enjoyed making little, you know, I forget what they're called, but uh, unfortunately, that game is no longer in service they sort of just closed down that game randomly for no reason uh unfortunately but uh still number 21 pokemon duel number 20 getting into the top 20 here uh this will go a little quicker i think pokemon sword and shield isle of armor uh i am separating the dlcs into their own list and i think the isle of armor goes here because while it is good I definitely didn't enjoy it as much as the base game or the Crown Tundra. Uh, And actually, as you'll see, I actually enjoyed it less than a few other of the actual main series games. Uh, And and I don't really consider... I I kind of consider the three of them to be all together, but I, I think that they're different enough and they are sort of their own thing enough where I can feel comfortable separating them a little bit um the you know obviously again it's not a full game but neither is some of the games like Pokemon you know uh, pinball you know it's not a full main series game Uh, I'm sort of just taking them at, at face value how much I enjoyed them um like it's it's weird because like if you ask me to pick between Pokemon X and Y and Pokemon Isle of Armor to play through. Obviously, I think I'm going to choose X and Y because it's a full game. But I didn't feel comfortable just putting Sword and Shield in its own spot um, with all of the DLCs in mind. Um, so I am going to separate them, and Isle of Armor takes number 20. 
Number 19, and I guess number 18, uh, sort of at the same time, is Pokemon Sun and Moon and Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Um, Sun and Moon comes before Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I enjoyed Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon a little bit more than Sun and Moon. It had a little bit more content, a little bit more uh, things to do after the fact. It had it was essentially the same game, but with like extra Pokemon. So like, how can I not make that better than Sun and Moon? You know. Um, but overall, Generation Seven, uh, very solid. And then after this. Uh, number 17 comes the crown tundra uh, i enjoyed the crown tundra much more than i did uh the isle of armor and i suppose sun and moon uh but again like i said if you asked me to like if what i wanted to play through again the crown tundra or sun and moon i would probably choose sun and moon because it's a full game but um the crown tundra very very solid good dlc i think better than the isle of armor i think just in story structure and, uh, you know, kind of just feel. The Olive Armor had some fun stuff, but it was a little grindy at some points. Um, the Crown Tundra sort of let you explore a little bit more. I think that uh, the Crown Tundra was a little bit more solid than the Isle of Armor. And after that is actually the uh, Sword and Shield base game. Just Pokemon Sword and Shield, no DLC, no Crown Tundra, no Isle of Armor, you know, um surprisingly low if i'm being honest with you you know pretty much every other main series game that i haven't talked about yet um comes after um sword and shield base game and i think uh that you know there's things to be said about the quality of modern pokemon games but all things considered i did enjoy sword and shield uh, and i do think that this is a very good spot for it it's not my favorite by any means uh, but it is certainly not bad, and it is certainly not my least favorite. Um, so I think that 16, like, it, almost exactly in the middle. It's perfectly average comparatively to, like, almost every other Pokemon game out there, I think. Sword and Shield is in the middle, <laughs> by all things considered. Number 15 is uh, Burger King Foot Lettuce. No, uh, 15 is Pokemon Battle Revolution. Uh, Pokemon Battle Revolution hit, has a huge. Uh, I will okay. These game, these upcoming games are going to be games that mean a lot to me. You know, sort of as as things go up in the ranks, uh, you'll sort of see a theme of games that mean a lot to me. Uh, you know, are sort of hugely ingrained in my childhood. Very very sentimental games for me, um, and the reason why they're so high is because of that. Um, but uh, Battle, Re Battle Revolution is one of those. Battle Revolution is a huge game for me. Uh, top 15, I think all of these games are very, very special in my heart, as with a lot of other Pokemon fans. Uh, Battle Revolution in general is just very, very... I have so many fond memories of playing Battle Revolution um, with my friends. You know, the, the announcer, the animations, they're so good. Uh, but obviously, it's hard to rank Battle Revolution up where it is, up higher because it's not a, really a full Pokemon game. It's sort of just like Stadium where it's not, uh, you know, a... It's not, it's, it's just sort of a catalyst for battling Pokemon with like cooler animations and stuff. So uh, it's kind of difficult uh to you know to, to rank it any higher than it is but all things considered battle revolution amazing game i loved it has a huge spot in my heart so number 15 is where it goes number 14 is fire red leaf green uh fire red leaf green is 
okay. Uh, it's, I think that, I think that it being on the lower end of my, uh, of, of my favorite, um, games is of my favorite main series Pokemon games is a good fit for it because it sort of has the same sentimental value as Ruby Sapphire does because I played through them at pretty much at the same time because, you know, they, they came out at the same time, but uh, and and Fire Red Leaf Green was actually my first involvement into Kanto, uh, and but because of that, I I don't know. I don't think they're as good as Ruby Sapphire Emerald, obviously. Um, but I don't think that they're bad. The only reason that I think that they're as high as they are is because of the sentimental value they hold in my heart. Um, but you know, they're fine. Uh, Fire Red Leaf Green are. S- sort of hanging on a thread there. I might move it down if I ever decide to revise this list, um, but for now, number 14 is where they stand. Number 13 is black and white. I sort of alluded to this with black 2, white 2, and exactly the same thing as black 2, white 2. I fell out of Pokemon. I, you know, didn't play black and white or black 2, white 2 when they first came out. I sort of revisited them later, and, you know, Black and white are pretty solid games, but they just don't have that sentimental value. Sort of the complete opposite of, uh, of Fire Red Leaf Green. Fire Red Leaf Green, not really that good in my opinion, but sentimental value is where was why they're so high. Black and white, they don't have pretty much any sentimental value because I played them so late in my life. Um, and well, that's, you know, I still love them. They're so good. I don't have nostalgia for them necessarily. I have a little bit, but not nearly as much as any of these, any of these other games. Um, but I can't possibly rate them any lower than this because they are fantastic additions to the Pokemon franchise. Number 12 is HeartGold Silver. Um, like I said, this was my first uh, showing into Johto, um, sort of at the same time, as, sort of in the same time frame as Diamond Pearl. Pretty sure Heart Gold Soul Silver was my last Pokemon game before I fell out, um, and then I played X and Y some years later. Um, but Heart Gold Soul Silver, fantastic, has sentimental value. You know, sort of on that on that on that range in in between. You know, right before I got out of Pokemon for a couple of years. Um, so they still hold that that nostalgia. Um, I remember distinct memories of playing Harkold Soul Silver. We were in a house we just moved into one of the one of the one of my childhood homes, and there was no furniture. Uh, and we literally just moved in that day, and Harkold Soul Silver came out, and I bought it uh, on the way home uh, from moving. Like my dad went to get like them bring to bring the moving truck to the house. And me and my mom went to GameStop and bought Heart Gold Soul Silver, uh, because, you know, she was, I guess, gifting me because she felt bad about moving again. Maybe I'm not really sure exactly why, but we decided to get it then. And I laid on the floor in my no furniture room, literally just like a mattress in that room because we just moved in and played Heart Gold Soul Silver. I guess it was Heart Gold for hours on end. <laughs> uh, so I have some very fond memories of HeartGold Soul Silver. Very, very solid additions to the, to the, to the franchise. And uh, yeah, number 12 is where they stand. Number 11, uh, and I, guess, I suppose number 10 as well, uh, Mystery Dungeon, Red and Blue, uh, and Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. I, this might be a little controversial, but I enjoyed Rescue Team DX more than I did Red and Blue Rescue Team. Um, just because I played, I had, listen, I have fond memories of playing Red Rescue Team. 
when I was younger. It, there's the nostalgia factor, but I forgot everything about it until I played Rescue Team DX. And I suppose Rescue Team DX is kind of the reason why Red and Blue is so high. You know, it's like I, I sort of like I, I if <laughs> if Rescue Team DX was not a thing, I certainly would still have rated Red and Blue higher uh, or, or on as high as it is. But it probably it might have been a little lower just because I hadn't played it in a long time. And Rescue Team DX is sort of the revival of Red Rescue Team for me. Um, and also, uh, I think it's a little higher than just Red Blue Rescue Team because I played it on stream. I have some very, very fond memories of doing it on stream. I have my, you know, Lil Nut, my Cubone, and my, my Pikachu. I have them in my computer, the Funko Pops of Pikachu and Cubone, because of Rescue Team DX. And I think that that really shows goes to show how much I enjoyed this game. Number nine, getting getting into the top ten. Top ten, first one is Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. Number nine, Pokemon Quest. And I know that is insane, probably, but I actually adore Pokemon Quest. I think I've talked about this before, and I swear to God, I'm gonna do an entire episode on Pokemon Quest. So I'll save it for then. I'm not gonna gush about it too much now, but Pokemon Quest is genuinely one of my favorite Pokemon games. My ninth favorite Pokemon game, in fact. Um I don't I don't know what it is. I just I really, really like this game. I played I'll have to check how many hours I have exactly. You know what? I have my Switch right here. I think I have Smash Ultimate open. Hold on. Yep. Hold. Let, let me let me go to my profile. Let me see how long I played Pokemon uh, Quest for. I have two hundred hours in Animal Crossing. Jesus, almost six hundred in Smash Ultimate. <laughs> hmm. Um, Pokemon Quest. I have. It's not here. Where is it? Really? It's not here? How come it's not here? How do I see how, how long I've played in a game? You can change who can see your play activity. I don't... I want to see how long I... Hold on. Maybe if I open Pokemon Quest and then go, and then go back, it'll be there. This is convoluted. I'll just look later. Uh, but it's probably a long time. <laughs> I did a lot of shiny hunting in that game. I did a lot of shiny hunting in that game, uh, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. And to this day, I am still looking for the sequel or more DLC to Pokemon Quest to include more than just Kanto. God, please. You know, I really, really enjoy Pokemon Quest, and I will defend it with my life uh, about how this game is very, very good and holds a very, very strong place in my heart. Number eight is uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Time and Darkness. Um, sort of in the same vein as uh, Red Rescue Team, Blue Rescue Team. I played Time and Darkness, uh, you know, later in, a little later in life, around the time where they came out, uh, you know, around Diamond and Pearl. And there's not really much else to say other than the other than just I absolutely adore this game uh it's there the, the time and darkness are so good i think they're better than the originals i think that they are like a perfect sequel all things considered the story is amazing definitely my favorites and in my opinion the best mystery dungeon game out there 
no question, at least for me. Uh, it was not hard to put it this high up. I think eight is a perfect spot for it. It's so good. <laughs> Number seven is Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Um, my love for Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire comes solely from the fact that uh, Ruby Sapphire Emerald are my favorite games. Sorry to spoil the number one spot for you, but uh, to nobody's surprise. Uh, but Oras being number seven is is fine, I think. It's definitely not up. It's not in my top five. I would never put Oras in my top five, um, but it is certainly up there. Uh, it's definitely... It's, it's, you know, as remakes of my favorite games pretty much of all time, it was hard not to put it at number seven. And of course, while they are flawed games, uh, much like sort of the 3D era, like X and Y, uh, I think that Oras were really, really good remakes of Ruby Sapphire. Um, I have so many hours plucked into that game, clocked into that game uh, with shiny hunting, playing through multiple times with friends and just lots of things. Number six is Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Uh, I'm going to hold off from explaining this one because I am still playing through it on stream. And I do want to do an entire episode uh, based around Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. But uh, I think I talked about this when I sort of made the announcement that I was going to start playing it. But, you know, uh, I love this game. I played it so much as a kid with my cousin. I have so many fond memories of this game. Easily one of my favorite Pokemon games of all time. Number six, in fact, uh, judging by this list. But yeah, I, you know, I'll go into more detail when I when I finally make that episode about XD. But just know it it deserves that spot. Now we're getting into the top five here, and top five is a weird bunch in the beginning. It's just a weird bunch in general. I, some people might say that I have bad taste in Pokemon games. I think that's fair uh, for you to make that assumption, mostly because. Number five and number four are taken up by two of the same game franchises, Poke Park 2 and Poke Park 1. <laughs> Listen, okay? The Poke Park Pikachu's Adventure games for the Wii are absolutely amazing games, and I will defend this even more so than Pokemon Quest. I had so much fun with these games. Literally, I could not not put them in my top five. They are fantastic in my opinion. I had so much fun with these games. There was no way that I could feasibly not put them in top five and just... I'm going to make a whole episode about these games. There's no way that I'm not. I'm going to replay them on stream at some point and like... Oh my god. I, I, I won't get into it right now because I could gush about these games for so long. But just know that... Make no mistake, these two, number five and number four, are perfect spots for Poke Park 1 and 2, or 2 and 1, respectively. Poke Park 2 is number five, and Poke Park 1 is number four. I did enjoy the first one more than the second one, but even then, they are very, very close. Number three is Diamond Pearl Platinum. Uh, not too much really to say here, you know... Uh, Diamond Pearl Platinum for me is kind of the little sister to uh, Ruby Sapphire Emerald. And I know that, you know, well, they came out earlier, so I guess they would be a little sister. But, like, you know, sort of the same thing as Ruby Sapphire Emerald, where 
I played them so much as a kid. They were my third Pokemon games. Uh, you know, I had I have so many fond memories of playing with friends. I have I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours clocked into these games. Uh, they're just amazing Pokemon games. And time, having number three be Diamond Pro Platinum is a is a um, is a is a choice that I am fully okay with. Number two. <laughs> uh, I have had to explain this one to a lot of people, and I will, again, defend this with my life. Number two is Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And I know what you're saying. A lot of people think that these games are not very good. But in terms of raw enjoyment, I absolutely adored Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. I still play those games to this day. I love those games. I think that they are way better than some people bring them up to be. I have so many fond memories, and if we're going just by pure enjoyment, definitely number two spot is deserved. Um, if it wasn't for Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, I would almost put them at number one, I, and I mean that. <laughs> uh, like, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee are... Definitely, my I would feel extremely confident calling them my second favorite Pokemon games of all time. Uh, and that's a decision, like I said, that I will take to my grave. And of course, number one, Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. <laughs> Do I really need to explain anything? If you need me to explain myself about these games, go listen to the uh, EvoCast episode titled A Love Letter to Hoenn, and you will know exactly why these games are at my top uh, the top, the top of this list, the top uh, of my favorite Pokemon games of all time, top ranked sorted by, by my enjoyment. Uh, and with that, that concludes the list that those are my favorite Pokemon games. A lot of controversial ones up there. A lot. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee, Pokey Park, maybe, you know, X, uh, black, white, black two, white two being so low. There's a lot of things to, to discuss more. And you know what? I'm curious to know, um, do you agree with any of them? Do you disagree with any of them? Do you do you agree or disagree with any of the more controversial ones? Do you think Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee are as good as I think they are? Do you think they're absolute hot garbage? Let me know. Uh, you know, you can contact me on Twitter. You can uh, message me in my Discord. If you have any comments or anything related to uh, this list that I've made, whether you disagree, whether you'd like to start a civilized argument about what you think is the best Pokemon game, Go right ahead. I love talking about Pokemon. Obviously, we wouldn't have 50 episodes of EvoCast if I didn't. Uh, so let me know what you think about this list. Uh, oh, and I will say, you might be noticing a little bit of a lack of some games on here. Uh, I mentioned Pokemon Stadium, but they're nowhere to be found. And that's because I haven't played them. Uh, there, I do have a list down here on this Google Doc of games that I have not played. Uh, and, of course, will not be... Um, will not be rated, uh, but maybe eventually as I play through these games, which I do plan on doing, you know, going through every one of these games and playing the ones that I haven't played, um, I will put them on the list somewhere. Uh, if you're curious, the list of games that I didn't put on the list because I've never played them are Stadium, Stadium 2, Pokemon Coliseum, uh, the trading card game, Mystery Dungeon uh, Gates to Infinity, all of the rest of the Ranger games, Rumble World, Rumble Rush, Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Puzzle League, Pokemon Channel, Pokemon Conquest, uh, the Detective Pikachu game, Pokemon Dash, Pokemon Troze, and Pokemon Shuffle. 
those are the games that are not on this list. I, not that I think that they're bad or not that I think that they're good. I just cannot form an opinion on them because I've never played them myself. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there you go. There is my list of uh, all my favorite games, all my favorite Pokemon games, sort of ranked uh, based on how much I enjoyed them. With that, uh, I think, of course, we have one last segment to talk about. Everybody's favorite segment, where we talk about a random move every episode, and today's move is Bubble. (laughs) Uh, Bubble is a damage-dealing water-type move introduced in Generation 1. This is Move Tutor, by the way. I forgot to say the name of the segment. Uh, Damage-dealing water-type move introduced in Generation 1. It is a special move. It's a PP of 30, a power of 40, and an accuracy of 100%. Um, Bubble, in Generation 1, Bubble has a power of 20. Bubble inflicts damage and has a 33.2% chance of lowering the target speed step by one stage. Uh, in genera- from generation 2 to 5, Bubble has a 10% chance of lowering the target speed step by one stage. Uh, in generations 4 to... or four, and, Sorry, 6 and 7, uh, Bubble's power was changed from 20 to 40, and in hoarding counters, it will target all Pokemon. And then in Generation 7, they removed it. Or Generation 8, they removed it. <laughs> no more Bubble. Bubble is gone. No more Bubble. Bubbles don't exist anymore. Um, Anything interesting to talk about with Bubble? No trivia. The, the, end, the description's a water-type attack. Has a 1 in 10 chance of reducing the target's speed. A spray of countless Bubbles is jaded at the opposing Pokemon. This may also lower their speed stat. That's it. That's whatever that th- th- those two are either of the descriptions for this move. It's bubble. It's I mean it's a, it's a very um iconic water type move. Pretty sure like the first water type move that a lot of pokemon learn. So um that's exciting. That's uh that's a you know sort of a classic, very classic move in bubble. Uh and with that, I think that is going to do it for me for today. I hope you all have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Please make sure to tune in next time for the two-year anniversary of Extreme EvoCast. Uh, And once again, thank you so much for 50 episodes of support. I appreciate it so, so much. Um, And yeah, thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.